podcast. Hello. Hello, this is Nathan and I'm Molly yeah. and we are Not Great Parents. That is 100% for true. Yes, for true. For true. <laughs> it's the true truth. It's the truth. The That's truth. it right there. Yes, we, um, we're proud of it. Yes, we are. We are proud, proud to be Not Great Parents because we're trying to be good parents, in particular parents who are living in God's goodness. Right. The world defines great for us in all kinds of ways, and yeah. unachievable ways, you know. Yes. Uh, it's a constant rat race for more success, more money, more um, time, busyness, right. all these different things. And we know because God has outlined it for us and shown it through the life of Jesus that there is goodness in it. And there's a life that we can live that's rich and fulfilling in the right. goodness of God. And so we as parents want to put that first, seek yes. that first, and seek that kingdom first and put that above all other things so right as parents we're just trying to get some things right yeah trying to trying to trying to just figure out how do i and it gets complicated i actually think today's question that we're going to be dealing with actually delves into some of this where it's not i think when things are kind of black and black and white like you know clearly yes. right clearly wrong you you jump in and you just go oh well i know exactly what to do the one we're going to be talking about today i think for many people i know when i first read it i was a little confused by the question and yeah. i think some people may go i've never even thought about that before right what what do you, what what do you do in this kind of situation? So I think it's a great question. Mm -hmm. We've and, been taking questions from you guys yep. and, and confessions. So in the show notes, you can um, click on the link and yep. submit questions or confessions to us, and then we just kind of break them down and talk about them. And yeah. Um, so today we're gonna focus on one question that came in, and we appreciate you guys sending them in. So um, this one has a couple parts to it. So I'm gonna let Nathan read it, and then we'll dive right in. Yeah. So here's the question. It says, as a mother of girls, I can't stand the if a boy hits you, he likes you mentality that I grew up with. Do you think this rhetoric is fading? As parents of young kids, are you still hearing this dialogue? What do you think we can do as parents and as a church to change this? So, All right. So it's kind of three parts. So the first part is this parent really does not is not comfortable or does not like mm -hmm. um, the idea that if a boy is teasing or hitting or doing some poking at somebody that yeah. that it's because they like that girl. And I assume that what this person because once again it's hard to know so you can always send a follow-up question yeah. to help us know. I'm assuming you're talking about like when kids are in that elementary school, maybe early middle school <coughs> yeah. age cuz I don't remember any like 17-year-old boy slugging some girl in the face and ever go, he must like you. Yeah. Like, I don't remember that at 17. But I certainly do remember, you know, uh, hearing people say that a lot when, when kids are in that fourth grade, fifth grade. You know, mm -hmm. when girls stop having cooties yeah. and boys start to notice the girls and they kind of pull the pigtails right. or tease them. Or, so the know. second part of the question is, is, are we still seeing this? So I'm assuming that means in our life with young children and yeah. also, you know, in children's ministry or different things like that, do we right. see any interactions that we have with young children? Do we still see that? And then the third part of the question is, can we stop that from happening? Because this person is saying, you know, I'm not crazy about that. Right. And so what can I as a parent and as a church, and right. what can we as a church do to try to discourage that? So yeah. let's first talk about, does it happen? Yeah, I would say uh, I'm part of the problem because... <laughs> Because I definitely have said this to my kids before. Uh, I have four girls, yeah. and um, they were being teased the other day um, and by a boy, and he had hurt their feelings. 
Um, and first All I was four like, at the same time. Oh, just one of theirs. Okay. One of theirs. One of their feelings had been teased, and she was telling me, you know, that she had uh, cried. And I said, "Oh, I'm really sorry that you cried about this." And I told her, I said, "You know, he may not have even been trying to be mean." I said, "Sometimes when boys tease, I said sometimes that's the way that boys show affection that they show that they like mm-hmm. someone because when boys interact with each other." Boys tease each other. Boys kind of hit. Now, he did not physically hit her, so I didn't say it then. (coughs) But that is the advice I gave to her was I just said, hey, you know, I get it, and I'm sorry that hurt your feelings. And, you know, the first thing I always say is there can be a lot of things in life that are going to hurt our feelings. So now we need to dub in some Taylor Swift here. Some Taylor (laughs) Swift? Oh, I'm the problem. It's me. (laughs) Yes, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Well, I think... to be totally honest with you, it mm. does still happen. Oh, I would and think it, so. Yeah. And, and I think that it happens because I actually think that boys relate differently to girls. Now, I'm not yes. saying it should happen all the time. The level in mm-hmm. which it happens, you know, there's a big difference in, you know, me tapping oh, on the shoulder absolutely. versus me absolutely hurting you, oh, that sort yeah. of thing. So, yes, it does still happen. Yes, it does still happen because I think boys in general are often, and maybe not all boys, but are sometimes no, more physical so. in getting attention and maybe are not as great of communicators. Well, I'll say this. I was going to say, I don't think it's all just boys either no. because I think girls do this too. I remember the first time, I was trying to think, when the first time I heard anyone say this? I think it was my mom telling me because some girl pushed me down oh. when I was like eight years old. And you came home and cried and your mom <laughs> said, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yes. But maybe she likes you. Yes, there's a she goes, sometimes when kids are little, that's the way they show affection. So here's the and part. you're I, like, she loves me. When I read this, what was confusing to me is the person says, I don't like this mentality. Is it still around? And I go, so it doesn't seem, I can't, here's what I can't figure out. Is what you the, the question asker doesn't like, they don't like this as an explanation or they don't like it as an excuse because there's two different things. Yeah. I will agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this, if the question asker is saying, I don't like people using that as an excuse, like a boys will be boys oh, yeah. mentality yeah. of if, if a boy just hits someone, everyone goes, well, well they're boys. Yeah. That's what boys do. If that's what you mean, that's then I agree with you that that's not acceptable. If what you mean is that's not true and that's not how boys actually express themselves and people are making up an explanation that's not true, I do think... As someone who 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 at at some point in my life has been a boy, <laughs> I, I can say at some point, <laughs> maybe still. So I think you can. I can clearly say, yeah. I think boys have a tendency. I think men, in the way that they interact with each other, tend to be, in general, more aggressive in the way that they relate. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, that we tend to tease each other a little more harshly than I hear women tease each yes. other. Not all women and not all men. Right. There's but, exceptions to everything here. Yes. But in general, that way, I remember when I was a teenager, we were very physically aggressive with each other. It was very normal for us to come up and punch each other in the back or punch each other in the arm or do something like that. And when you're a little kid, those those lines get a little blurry because you don't realize yet. Like, you can't just walk up to a girl and punch her in the back of the head. Well, and you don't realize your power. You don't realize, you don't realize your, your, your strength. strength. You don't yes. realize that that might not be received the same way you try to give it. Like Yes. And so I think it's true that that's <coughs> often why boys do these things. Mm-hmm. But if what the question asker, and so this is the position I'll take, is that then is not an excuse for doing it. Right. If a, if a, if a boy walks up 
and hits a girl, and it's and and it's clear that they're not playing some kind of like roughhousing type game. Because once again, my girls they play roughhousing; they hit each other all the time, right. and they'll walk up and hit boys. And this is how they play. That if it's clear, this is a sign of aggression, like in the sense anger or yes, aggression of. of- of hostility. hostility. That's why I say you're hurting that person in some way, shape, or form intentionally. Then that should not be excused. There should be no boys will be boys. There should be no, you know, oh, well, he just likes you, so you need to get over it. Yeah, right? no. So I would agree with that. I think that's where you have to kind of split it is I do think it's an explanation. And I think sometimes it's a helpful explanation because, and so this person asked, what do we as parents and we as the church do? Here's what I don't want for my girls. Right. I don't want them for a boy who is a brother in Christ in their church to tease them a little too harshly. Right. And for them then to make a judgment of that guy's a jerk. Mm -hmm. And because he said that, he must have been trying to hurt me because he doesn't like me. That sometimes it's helpful to go, hey, maybe he just didn't know what he was doing. Yep. And as the mother of boys, right. I don't want my children to I want them to know their audience. Right. And so I want them to not tease or hit or whatever in a way that is hurtful to the other person. Right. And to be socially aware enough to know where that, to, to learn where that line is. So for me as a parent, right. I have to help them see that. I have yes. to, I have to explain situations. I, my child often comes home and tells me something that had happened at church or at school or, you know, some situation and, Sometimes I correct what he said or did because right. I can. There's been a few things that I think are pretty hurtful. Sure. And um, you know, so we've we've had conversations about some of those things, and I think that that's what we can do as a parent is you yes. know understand to what degree is the physicalness happening, and then right. what kinds of things are being said, and really help them understand that what is kind and loving, yes, isn't always hitting and being. An aggressive person in a yeah. in an, in a hurtful way. I think it's really important that we 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 draw clear boundaries and clear lines. And so for my daughters, I have made very clear to them um, that certainly in any kind of romantic relationship in the future, right? Or if they're in in a place and someone has someone has put their hands on you with the clear intention, I want to intimidate you, I want to hurt you. Exercise some kind of power over I you. Want to, I want to exercise a power over you. You are not to ever accept that and just deal with it and just move on. You should uh, you right. should make clear this is not acceptable, right? If you're in a relationship, you should leave that relationship. You should make sure there is a way to deal with those kind of things. So I think having clear communication to our kids is really important. But I also think having clear communication between the the uh, the offender, I hate using that term, <laughs> but the offender in the situation. So yeah. we as a church, here's the way I handled it when I saw anything like this. I mean, we didn't see a ton of this kind of stuff. But certainly, I would say less physical hitting, but certainly lots of teasing and over-the-line yes. kind of things. You call it out when you see it. Right. So I, as the adult in the room, when I see if I'm if I'm in a room and I see a, there a boys and girls are playing, and one of the boys hits one of the girls, I as as a man would step into the situation. And go, hey, excuse me, I don't even care if you're playing. Yeah, that's, that's not acceptable. Not okay. You can't do that. Probably make them apologize. And then I would move on and say to the girl, hey, he probably didn't really mean it the way it was. Let's keep playing. Now, if it continues, now we know something. Right. But it's important when kids are young that there's grace, there's correction, there's ability to move forward. Mm-hmm. I think as parents, like you said, 
if if it's the boy that 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 crossed the line or the girl who crossed the line on, on, the, on, on the, teaser, the the offender the offender if you are the parent of the offender you need to have that conversation and say this is not acceptable these are not the kind of people that we're going to be right? right and if you're on the other side to to make clear to them hey we want to show grace <coughs> we want to show forgiveness let's give them uh, you know the bible says to believe the best mm-hmm. right until i can't believe the best love believes all things let's believe the best about this person i think often the fear is you know jason has often talked to us in uh, parent class about catastrophizing we start to catastrophize if i let my if i let my 7 year old think it's okay when a boy and girl are playing to hit you know to for the boy to kind right. of hit or rough house or that then they'll accept it when they're an adult i think that might be catastrophizing because i think my kid might be aware enough there's a difference between be playing together and get and roughhousing yeah. and someone f- being physically hostile towards me. Yeah, and I think the most important, the really, when we say this, lots of episodes, but it all comes down to the communication between you and your child. Sure. So um, you really need to help your child talk through those scenarios. Right. And like you're saying, like the scenario you pointed out where you're saying, it might, we, we talk about it and we move on. Right. But we don't shut it out so that they could never express my, what had happened. And right. So that we can continue to form and help yeah. them see what those boundaries are because eventually we're not going to be standing there. And so That's we want to right. teach our children to stand up for themselves in a loving, kind way yeah. or however they need to <laughs> yeah. Bec- depending on what the situation is but as parents that's what we can do so I think that's it let's have that let's have that conversation because I think the way we've talked about it up to this point has been we're trying to believe the best that maybe it really is this boy or this person right in the situation boy or girl that the reason they're teasing me harshly or maybe the reason they kind of you know pulled my hair you know punched me in the arm or whatever right was maybe they just didn't know how to express themselves correctly. Maybe they wanted my attention. They wanted my attention. They wanted whatever. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt there. But let's let's not talk about what happens if that's clear that's not the case. <coughs> and like we've said, we don't want to use this as an excuse. So you never mm-hmm. want to use an explanation as an excuse. So, for example, before we get to it, to, to make clear the difference. When I'm really tired and really grumpy as a dad... I lose my temper more than when I had a good night's sleep, mm-hmm. right? I think everyone can agree that you're a little more irritable. You do whatever, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So I, I say say words a little bit more harshly, or I'm a little more sharp with my kids, or I say whatever. I always go to my children and say, "Hey, I'm really sorry." And I say this: I was really tired. It was not anything you did. It was I was tired and I acted this way. But that is no excuse. I that recognize is, my behavior. I know why it was part of it, but it is not the excuse. Well, and part of the reason of me giving the explanation is not to defend myself. Mm-mm. It is to explain to them this, I because this normally doesn't happen. Why it's out of character. You're explaining. Well, not just out of character for me. I want to make clear to them it was nothing you did. Mm-hmm. I know that normally when daddy has to get kind of stern and serious, it's because you did something wrong and I had to correct you. Mm-hmm. This time, because it kind of seemed to come out of nowhere, I want you to be aware nothing you did was wrong. So similar with my daughter, when this boy teased her, I wanted to make clear to her, it, it doesn't mean that he doesn't like you or that you've somehow made him angry or these kind. Of, he may have just been teasing you to have fun. 
that's not an excuse to say it's okay for him to 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 say something that right. hurts your feelings, right? And you, and this is what I told her, you should probably tell him, hey, that hurts my feelings. Can you not make jokes about that? Yeah. I said, or if now that you understand, oh, he didn't mean it to hurt my feelings, which often happens in teasing situations. Maybe it you, won't hurt her feelings. Yeah, maybe. now That's what she said. She goes, oh, well, if he was just playing, then I, that doesn't have to hurt my feelings. And so now you're able to kind of, the explanation excuse thing <coughs> But let's get to a point where we say this person has acted in a way that is harmful, right? And maybe physically aggressive, right? Someone so there's a your 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 daughter is getting bullied at school, something like that, maybe mm-hmm. physical in some way. What do we how do we teach our kids as you've said to stand up for themselves? And to set clear boundaries, but still do so in the way of Jesus. Because Jesus talks regularly uh, about, hey, when someone is aggressive towards you, here's how you are to respond, Mm -hmm. right? And so the the chief way I think about is in Matthew 5, Jesus says, if someone comes up and with their right hand strikes you on the right cheek, you are to turn the other cheek to them. Mm -hmm. Now, in this situation, what everyone just heard me say is if a kid walks up and slugs my, so that slugs my daughter in the face, not I have to go, hey, means. Jesus wants you to turn turn, turn the other cheek and take take another. No, that's not what Jesus means. No, that's not that's not what Jesus is talking about. One, I think you have to put it into context of what Jesus is talking about. Jesus is in, in the middle of talking about loving your enemies, right? Mm-hmm. And he says at one point, I tell you to love, you know, you've heard to hate your enemies and love your neighbor, right? But I tell you to love your enemies and do not even resist an evil person. And everyone's like, what does that mean? And then he gives this example. He says a man comes up and he's particularly describing a situation that Roman soldiers could do to Jewish men. Mm -hmm. It was his audience, right? He says, if they come up with their right hand and slap you on their right cheek, well, the only way for me to take my right hand and hit your right cheek is to backhand you across the face. So one, backhanding someone is not a lethal force. I'm not saying that it's not wrong. What I'm saying is the intention of it is not to be lethal because no one has ever tried to kill someone like this. No. The point of backhanding someone is to intimidate them, Mm -hmm. to demean them, and it is physically abusive. I don't mean any of that. No. What I mean is at that point, being backhanded across the face... Their physical life at that point, that was not a physical, life-threatening situation. And what Jesus is describing is uh, when the man, when the soldier backhands you across the face, which they were legally allowed to do, you turn and say, if you're going to slap me, you do so like this. Let's make clear what you're doing is aggressive at this point. Mm-hmm. That you're that I'm not, I'm not a dog. Yes. Right? That you can just treat this way. I'm a human being, right? I think often about the civil rights movement, right? At the very beginning, they would carry signs. Dr. King would have them carry signs that just said, I am a man. Right. Because they had been so degraded and so systematically treated as if they weren't human. It's just important to assert, I am a human being you have to treat with respect. Right. And so I And now you can make the decision if you choose to do this again. And And everybody knows. when you do, I know, you know, God knows, we all know. And everyone watching knows what you're doing is wrong and shameful. Uh, That you don't get to hold power over me. Right. And so once again, I don't think the point of that was a literal one for one example. I think what Jesus was saying is when somebody is in trying to intimidate you, bully you, harass you, attack you, hurt you, your goal is not retaliation. 
Your goal is to somehow, someone has now taken you and said, I'm over you and you're down here. You are trying to bring yourself back up and say, hey, we are both human beings. Mm -hmm. He's giving a third way to interact in this situation where I can love you and still treat you with love. So here's how I think that works in a situation. Uh, I don't think Jesus is saying that if a person is on top of me, which is also not the situation he gave, but, mm-hmm. you know, the situation we think, so someone comes up and punches me, and they're going to tell me, they're just punching, punching, punching. I just have to sit there and let them punch me. Well, one, that's not the situation Jesus described. Mm-hmm. But what I think is appropriate to say is, I do not retaliate, right, that it's, uh, I do not retaliate with your attack with another attack of my own. My goal is not to hurt you, mm-hmm. right? But I think it is very appropriate to say, I will, it's okay for me. And I said this to my daughters if someone comes up and hits you, it's okay for you to push them off you. Yeah. That is force, it is resisting the evil person. But that was not Jesus' intention. But that's intention. not aggression back toward the person. What Jesus is describing is someone comes up and tries to hit me, and I don't go, well, let's slug it out. Yes. My goal is how can I get away? <coughs> right. And how can I still love this other person? What would be the best thing for this other person? So what I teach my daughters is when someone comes up, and I will say, uh, producer Charlie brought up earlier, my girls are in karate. So they're yes. learning self-defense they're right learning. now. And, and self-control. And self-control. And they are they are taught very early on. The, the point of the skills that they learn is that you are never to use these to be an attacker. You're used, the whole point is to be able to get yourself away to go get help. Mm-hmm. Right? So I would say to my kids that if somebody comes up and is it hits me, right, my job is to get away from this. So if that means I have to use force to get away, it's just that I'm not using violent force. My goal is not to be harmful to this other person. Right. I think if y'all are, once again, as equals, we're going to tease and play with each other. That's the way we're going to play. But I think when it becomes clear, you are trying to have power over me, I don't get into a tug of war with you, right? And I'm not going to teach you to, hey, go out and start to try and harm this person. This this guy teases you. Let me tell you something you can say to every man that'll make sure that this this just totally ruins his day. That's not what I'm going to do to my daughter. What I'm going to tell him is, if he hurts your feelings, so... He slaps you on on the right cheek. He says something that makes you feel less of a person, right? right? And that's what happened to my daughter. She got teased about something. It was a physical characteristic. Mm-hmm. And she said, she said, that hurt my feelings. And I said, then your response is to tell him that hurt my feelings. That hurt my feelings. That's the example of turning the other cheek. It's to say, what you just did, I don't know if you meant it to be this way. Mm-hmm. This is what I heard. And now if you say it again, then you I and know. I both know. Yes. You and I and both know. Else. Yes. Everybody knows what you just said was for this purpose. I think that is a embodiment of that principle. Yes. But at the front end, you give the aggressor, or what did we say? The perpetrator. Offender. The, the aver- offender. The offender, not the perpetrator. The benefit of the doubt in yes. saying, hey, that hurt me. Yes. And then you assume that they're going to make the right decision next. And if they don't, then you know. Yes. Well, and I think it's the same thing. So, so a boy comes up because once again, it has not been my experience that a boy comes up and punches a girl in the no. nose, gives her a bloody nose, and starts pummeling her, and they go, "I just think he likes her." <laughs> it has not been my experience. Really my experience aggressive. has been a boy pinches a girl on the arm yeah. or pulls her pigtail or whatever the Get thing her is, right? Or right, and he does this thing, and she doesn't like it. And I said, if you don't like it, turn around and say. 
I don't like that. Don't do that again. Yeah. So we as parents have to teach and empower our children to be able to have those conversations, yes. knowing that the end result is still a loving relationship between the two people. Maybe not yes. still loving, but loving as God has defined a good relationship. I respect and I love that person equally because God's asked me to. Yeah, and because and that's that's a really good way for how long-winded I was to sum up what I said. <laughs> but that I is know. the point. That's the, that's the point of Jesus's thing is let's get back to when we when you when you struck me, we were enemies. Yeah. But I can choose to love and bless you in such a way that it returns us to being neighbors again. Yeah. And that's what I want to teach my kids is, I, and that to me was the point of saying to my daughter, maybe he was teasing you because I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, instead of choosing to see this person as an enemy, why don't you approach him as a friend and say, hey, when you say that to me, mm-hmm. that hurts my feelings. So as a parent, if this bothers you, as a parent of girls, which I, I can see why it would, sure, then I would... Im- encourage you not to end it at, well, he just likes you. Because that's not what Nathan said to his girl. You said it's possible that he does. And so therefore, this was his way of doing X, Y, and Z. But here's how to resolve that. Here's how to take the next step. Here's how to um, stand up for yourself. Here's how to appropriately respond to that so that you ultimately know what the motive behind it was. Yeah, I think it is really important, especially just as a dad of daughters, it is really important for me to help them to feel like their voice can be heard, Mm -hmm. that their voice matters, and that their only response is not, let me go get somebody in charge. Sometimes it's important for them to know, I can stand up for myself. I can say what needs to be mm-hmm. said. I don't have to go get daddy so I can have a man speak for me. I need. I can. I can say what needs to be said. When this boy hurts my feelings, I tell him it hurt my feelings. I tell him if he does it again, then I am going to talk to someone about yes. it. But you, but even in that, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt of he probably didn't mean to hurt my feelings. And as soon as he knows, he'll change his behavior. If he doesn't, now everybody knows, mm-hmm. and I can do something about it. And I think this is the critical part of. Being when you say, what do we parents in the church do? We become the ones to help them have those conversations. We're teaching them how to do this. When one person has wronged the other person, <coughs> we have those conversations. And uh, so I think, I mean, culturally, this may be one of the things that's not great because it's easier if things are just black and white. And we say, anytime anyone teases yeah. someone and their feelings are hurt, the other person is wrong and evil. Or anytime anybody ever, even if it's playful, puts puts their hands on someone else and it's always wrong. I just think we have to have deeper conversations with our kids. And that we have to remember that what God wants and what Jesus wants is the relationships what matters. That yes. the win is always relationships. Yes. And love. And yes. so, you know, we don't have to take it. We have to continue, We have to work through it. Well, because eventually there's going to be relationships in their adult life that probably, I hope not, probably won't involve physical altercations. I have not had You're many. You're going to have arguments with people. Yes, I have not had it. many physical altercations since I was in high school. Those all tend to end once you're out of those teen, preteen years. Mm-hmm. My entire rest of my life, though, I have had conversations where people have hurt my feelings. Oh, yeah. And I can't tell, did they do that on purpose or were they just playing around? But it has been very helpful to me to have boundaries and say, hey, when someone says this to me, I'm going to I'm gonna address it. And, and as a parent, when we can give our kids the words, when yes. we can give them the communication tool to say yes. that, that is a gift we need to give them. I yes. mean, in all ways, when we can help them have those words to push, yes. they have to put it into the practice and use it. But when we can give them the example and the words of what to say, 
then ultimately we won't have to say that boy just likes you or this or that because they will have already resolved that and they will have already thought through it, processed it, communicated about it. And then in the end, hopefully love wins. Well, and I think so. Let me say this too, because we haven't even addressed this part. If you don't like that mentality, you don't use it because in everything we've said, you don't even have to say the part about maybe the boy likes you. You need to address what happened, yeah. not the motivation behind it. So someone teases them or even pushes them. You can just come in and say, all right, I'm sorry that hurt your feelings. Maybe there's something you don't know about this person. Right. Maybe there's something else maybe going on. Maybe this wasn't mean-spirited. Yes. And so maybe instead of coming and having a conversation with me about it, maybe you should have talked to him right. about it. Maybe you should have had a conversation. <coughs> and if you need help, I'd be happy to go have this conversation with you and be a part of it. But I think what's more important is being able to teach both our daughters and our sons. Absolutely. How do I handle conflict resolution in a way that honors God? How do I handle it when a person is being hostile towards me in a way that honors God? And it's always to lead with love. First, believe the best. Mm -hmm. And then when I can't believe the best, I have to love my enemy. Mm -hmm. And those are the only two options Jesus has really given me in conflict. It's not easy. It is not easy. And we may not even like it. And it's not great. But it no, is pretty it is good. not great, but it is good. Yeah, and we are, and we have clear direction on how to do it. Yeah. So. There All we right. Go. Well, if we didn't answer your question, send yeah. it back in with some tweaks, and we'll try to address it. Yeah. But, um, or tell us we were wrong. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll address that. Yeah. Absolutely. And maybe we can get into some verbal fisticuffs back and forth. <laughs> no, I think you're wrong. But tell us, tell us if you think. Yes, absolutely. And if you have any other questions or if you have any confessions, we're loving confessions these days. So send them um, over to us by clicking the link in the show notes. Otherwise, we will see you next time. Have a good day. See you. Take care.